Hi, everybody. Thank you for choosing to spend your precious moments with me here at Your Longevity Lifestyle, the podcast where we have real conversations about real ways you can live longer, healthier, and more in flow. Okay, so today I'm going to try to keep this one within the bounds of the Lightning Lifestyle Tips, which are short bites of information you can put into action now. So stay tuned and create a brand new practice in 10 minutes or less. Hopefully. My dad had this saying, the kind that parents use when their children are upset. It's supposed to calm you down, but really it just makes you more angry. Until you calm down and can actually hear the wisdom in it. He would say, there's no right, no wrong, no good, no bad. There just is. Okay, so I'll admit, this last month has been super hard for me. I feel like I'm watching the antithesis of the greatness of the world play out in every arena. So a while back, I sat with myself to carve out a better pathway ahead. It began with a mindset reset. And while I was doing this, my dad's saying, that saying that I told you before, kept playing on repeat in my head. It was super annoying until I let it take the helm. I spent one day just letting it guide my actions. It colored the lens through which I viewed the events as they unfolded in my day. And actually, I felt a peace that I hadn't been able to experience in a super long time. So it was at that point, after that day, that I sat down with my pen and paper and tried to make sense of what had happened in the hope of not only inspiring just one person to enter that place of harmony that I felt at that moment, but also so that I could recreate it in my life. So I'll repeat this quote for you. No right, no wrong, no good, no bad, just what is. And here's what I've come to. Essentially, these words invite us to lay down our judgment for a moment and just let the world be. You see, our world is full of things we can't control, nor can we understand them. Yet we feel compelled to judge them, to ruthlessly categorize people and places and events into columns so that we can negate them. To know them is to turn our attention away from them and, in essence, write them off. I think because our brains are tired of thinking and looking for the line of least resistance through life, and it comes through judgment. But when we engage in this judgment, we try to categorize things with a mere glimpse. The full picture of every person, place, and thing in the entire world is hidden from us, even ourselves. Take behavior. When I'm not podcasting, blogging, or coaching others to discover their optimal health, I work in a classroom with special needs kids. And these kids have backgrounds that are really super terrible. And they largely express themselves through unexpected behaviors. Many times I don't know their stories, and it wouldn't help me if I did, because it would only be a sliver of the full picture of their inner and outer lives. The origin of their actions is a mystery to me, 
and possibly to them too. And that environment that I work in is a reflection of society at large. How many times do we venture out in the world and bump into someone having a terrible day? They may cut you off in traffic, say something terrible, or do anything that goes against what you think is right. In that moment, you have a choice. You can judge or you can not. So let's talk a bit about discernment. It often gets used synonymously with judgment, and I think they're totally different things. Take the venture out into the world scenario above. Judgment says they were wrong, and that makes me dot, 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 fill in the blank. Discernment says, let's avoid that. Same as if it were a puddle of water on a slick floor. One is steeped in the separateness of categorizing behavior, making decisions based on this categorization, like some flowery language, and letting negative energy flow and follow you. The other makes a decision based on self and what course of action would best serve you. So what does all of this have to do with self-love? All right, so it sounds like not name-calling and telling people off is all about accepting others. But really, what I experienced is it's freedom. Freedom from deciding what's right and wrong. Freedom from getting sucked into negative energy. Freedom from focusing on other people. Freedom from the perception of superiority. Freedom to step away from power games. Freedom from the pain caused by cleaving yourself off from humanity. Freedom from the responsibility to change the other person. And all of this freedom adds up to more energy for you to pursue you things. You have goals and dreams and stuff to get done, right? If you don't engage in things you didn't create and can't control, you you gain back tons of energy and tons of time. So let's think about it for a minute and dive pretty deep. Continuing on from our scenario, someone cuts you off in traffic. There's a lot of road rage where I live, so I'm just going to use this as an example. You speed up, you get around them, you cut in front and slam on your brakes. Let's say they don't hit you. You might feel better, but it's kind of a false better. Chances are you'll have a massive surge of cortisol pumping through your blood. And really, who needs more cortisol, right? You continue on to your destination thinking about your run-in. Chances are you will keep telling yourself that you did the right thing. You showed them, you slowed them down, and then you'll get to your destination and you have to tell somebody about it. This fuels your right and wrong game that you play in your head as you pump in more cortisol. Because in your mind, you're still having that road battle every time you relive it. So you might get a bit of work done or get some errands done or even have a meeting with a friend. But depending on your ability to calm and focus your mind, you're probably still getting flashes of that incident throughout your day, which equals more cortisol. I could follow that scenario right home to where you tell your significant other or perhaps post it on social media or even dream about it that night. But the fact is it all adds up to a huge waste in energy and a depletion of joy and a separation from your humanness. 
Okay, so we all make mistakes. We slip into that, how dare you need to control the events of our world. But if we let a mindset of allowing color our lens, the world becomes a different place. Our freedom from all of those things sets a tone to our energy that makes life flow. And that flow is what brings us back to self-love. What better gift to give yourself than more time and energy to accomplish the things that you want to create for yourself? Add to that that flowy state that it takes to get there blissfully and expediently, and, well, you have the perfect recipe for a big self-hug. The simple act of looking upon a world that just is can have profound repercussions on your inner and outer experiences. Give it a try. No right, no wrong. No good, no bad. Just what is. 